Hey, hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Getting Uneven. As always, I'm your boy, your host, everything, Alex Corson. Today we're going to be talking money. Money, money, money. It's what makes the world go round. And it, it's going to be a great episode. Uh, I'm really passionate about this subject. And it's going to be absolutely just amazing, I think. I think you guys are going to be astounded by what you hear. And it's going to be really, really cool. Um, so, you know, real quick, um, I just want to give a shout out to everybody who has followed us on Instagram at Getting Uneven Podcast, who has followed us on Facebook, Getting Uneven Podcast on there. Uh, if you ever reached out to me on Gmail, that's Getting Uneven Podcast at gmail.com, stuff like that. Um, and those of you who have listened, I really appreciate it. Um, you guys are awesome. You're the bomb, the bob.com. You are the bees, knees, wearing the cat's pajamas. You are the epitome of cool. Um, but yeah, so today's episode, once again, is about money. Um, so I just wanted to give an apology to everybody before I start that I know it's been a while since I put out an episode. Uh, been a little hectic around my household, getting a few things moved around, um, but it's going to be awesome. So let's do this. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about nickels. Nickels, the little five cent pieces that barely anybody carries around anymore because you have cards, you have plastic. Uh, we'll be talking about those. And what I have is a lot more interesting than you might think. Uh, it's really cool. So real quick, I'd like to get into how I came about getting these. Uh, so back in 2011, August of 2011, I started my own coin business. Um, my dad has always, uh, he did newspapers for almost 40 years. Um and he would always collect from like the vending machines, the racks that are outside on the street corner. And he would collect his quarters from there and he'd have to roll them. We're talking about over a thousand dollars in quarters every single week. So he would find silver ones every now and then. So I told him, hey, I'll roll all those quarters for you if I get to keep any silver ones. And it was a deal. Twice a week I would roll quarters for him. Uh, you know, I think it was about 1500 quarters, fifteen hundred dollars in quarters. So you're talking about what is that? Six thousand quarters every week. And I was finding one, maybe two a week. I did that for a few months and I ended up getting a whole roll of quarters and uh silver quarters. And it was really cool. Started my business off there, got a lot of exposure to a lot of different things. Some of it was these nickels. Just the the story behind every coin and every piece of currency is absolutely astonishing. Uh, the artwork is amazing, and I'll be bringing up currency a few more times during the show, um, a few more episodes. It's really cool. But yeah, so we're going to talk about nickels today. Um, there's six here that I own, and we should be going through them. They're really cool, I promise. Just stick around. Um, I think you'll really, really love it. Alright guys, but before we get into everything really awesome, we got to take one quick break. Wow, wow, wow. 
Alrighty, boys and girls, ladies and germs, let's talk about nickels. Let's start with how they got their name. So, uh, nickel is an element I'm sure you know of. Um, it was actually found in Germany. Uh, some German miners were digging for copper, and they found this ore, uh, and they looked at it, they thought it was going to have copper in it. Um, they, they tried to get the copper, tried to get the copper, but they couldn't. They didn't know what they were getting, but they knew it wasn't copper. So they called it Kupfernickel. Kupfernickel. Which means the devil's copper. Uh, they called it that because they couldn't get any copper out of it. And they said they blamed it on the work of the devil. So, take that how you will. Whatever. That's how it got its name. Kupfernickel, and then ended up being just called Nickel. So... There you go. Um, so, nickel being used in coins, stuff like that, really didn't start until America. We started doing it. Uh, it was used in some other places as well, but America really perfected it. Um, so, you know, I'm, we're just going to go through the coins in America real quick. Uh, you know, they were first... So, the first mint in America opened up in Philadelphia uh, in 1792. Uh, the 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 coin act was coin legislature act was passed then um and the first coins were actually minted in 1793 just that next year um the, we still have a mint in Philadelphia um if you see any coins with a p on them or with no marking at all no letter on them at all that's saying where they come from then that means it was made in Philadelphia um before we started making our own coins we were using German, uh, British, and Spanish coins. Um, Spanish coins were really preferred because the metal, the silver content was really just consistent. It was the same amount. Um, but here was the problem was that we could only get certain ones. We couldn't get like the fraction pieces. So like we had the, the dollar pieces, right? Mostly from Spain and places like that. So what people were doing was taking those coins and physically cutting them into pieces. So if I wanted to go get, uh, you know, some beer, and I was going to have to pay 10 cents, well, I'd have to get about 10% of that coin and give it to somebody. And we'd have to agree that that's about 10%, and you just see bits and pieces of coin everywhere. And you don't want to have to be doing all that. It's too much work. And imagine if you're drinking and you get drunk, and you're, like, trying to cut, and that's how you lose a finger. It's just, it's just no good. Um... So America comes up with this idea. It says, let's make our own money, which we did, like I said, in 1792, 1793. Um, and they started using different metals. So they used first copper. Um, they made half cents and cent pieces. Yes, half cents, because apparently things were worth half a cent. We couldn't just decide that something, you got two of them to make one, you know, something worth one cent. I don't know. Uh, but interesting little fact is that uh, that first year, they actually only minted 11,178 um, cents, like cent, one cent pieces. Today, we average 13 billion pennies a year. That's over a thousand times as much. It's, it's amazing. Um, but uh, we also made um, coins and silver, as you know. Um, half dimes, which is basically nickel, but we'll get into that, won't we? Half dimes, dimes, quarters, half dollars, and dollars. 
those were all silver. So if you're a coin collector, if you've ever seen them, you know that uh, certain coins are known for their silver content. Uh, Liberty half dollars, Morgan dollars, and everything before that. Um, actually, quarters, half dollars, dollars, dimes, all before 1965, 90% silver. Um, that's how I got started, like I said, in my business. Um, and going back to the copper, pennies before 1983, so 82 and back, are actually a large amount copper. Um, so they're known for their copper value, um, which isn't much, but still something interesting. Um, but we also did make gold coins. We made a, what was called, uh, so we had our eagles, our gold eagles. Those were considered uh, $10. So a lot of money. If you've got half cents, $10 is a bunch. Um, half eagles were, of course, $5, and quarter eagles were two fifty. All three of those were made out of gold. Um, but, you know, we're moving forward about 70 years from the minting process starting. We're hitting the Civil War in America. Um, because of that, we know what war does, but especially when it's inside of a country, it drains resources like crazy. Um, we're talking about silver and gold just going almost nearly out of existence. Uh, I mean, not they're being hoarded. They're, you're not seeing it anywhere. So making stuff has become really, really tough um, for the government. So they're like, you know what? Let's start taking some stuff and thinking about making smaller denominations out of different things. So copper is easy. So the pennies and the half cents, we can make those just fine. Um, the half dimes were like, I don't know about that. So they actually started to make, this is kind of funny, instead of a single five cent piece, for some reason they decided to make a two and a three cent piece. Um, we're actually going to talk about a couple of those. But those were the those are important for our conversation because they were the first coins that we used a base metal to make. Um, so we use nickel. Nickel is a great alloy. I mean, that it can bond other things together and act strong um, in that whatever you're building, whatever structure or whatever it is. So it's really, really good. Um, like I said, two and three cent pieces. So basically now if you if you need something for two pennies, why bust out two pennies? We can bust out a two cent piece, you know, and it's just we did that. Um, so uh, it's really interesting. But two and three cent pieces were the first ones made out of nickel along with other things. So something else to discuss is paper money real quick because we have to bring it into the story. Uh, we did have paper money. Uh, America did have paper money. Uh, for instance, they actually did have a five cent note, which was a five cent piece of paper. It's worth, we all agree that it was worth five cents, um, which I know sounds odd, odd to us today, but you've got to remember that let's say inflation goes like crazy and the $1 bill goes out of existence, the $5 bill goes out of existence. People 50, 100, 200 years from now are going to say, why the hell did they have a $1 piece? That's crazy. Why did they still make pennies? That's crazy. Well, you know, history tells its own story. But we had our own five-cent piece. And something funny is that after the Civil War, um, so there's currently a bureau uh, called the Bureau of Engraving and Printing. And they're over, as you guessed, engraving coins and printing money. Um, 
So there was a guy that back then it was called the head of the current head of currency bureau. There we go. Um, so there was a guy over it named Spencer M. Clark, and he decided that I'm just so good, so badass, so awesome. Nobody's gonna notice this. I'm gonna put my face all over the five cent marks. My face all over the five cent marks. That's what he said. He did that, and Congress was like, "Ha ha, we noticed." Um, I had to go get my beer for five cents. Uh, so no, you're not going to do that. So they fired him and they abolished the five paper, five cent paper bill. Um, then they said, you know what? Let's make a coin that's worth five cents. Because we said, why bust out two pennies if you can bust out a two cent piece? Well, I bust out, you know, a two cent piece and a three cent piece if you can just bust out a whole nickel, right? So that's when they said, let's come out with a nickel. Um, so... That's the story of how we got the nickel. Now, let's look at a couple pieces, shall we? Okay, guys, so before I start this, I just want to let you know, of course, that if you want to follow along with any of this, um, we have pictures up on Facebook uh, at Getting Uneven Podcast and on Instagram, once again, at Getting Uneven Podcast. You can look at all of these and, uh, of course, follow along. These are pictures of my coins that I own, so you're seeing them as I'm describing them. You can look up, because my coins aren't in the best of condition, you can look them up, of course, on you know Google or whatever search engine you like, and uh, you know see a better picture of them. Um, a lot of this information I did get from NGC, um, in case you're curious, that's the Numismatic Guarantee Corporation. Numismatic is a fancy word for coin collecting. Um, but yeah, so they're a great resource for information if you want more. Um, but yeah, so let's get started. So the first piece I want to pop up, I sort of went, I did go in chronological order. Um, so the first piece I want to bring up is the 1864 two cent piece. Like I said, they busted out a two cent piece because they were like, hey man, if you got to get two things that cost a half penny, bust out a penny. If you got to get two things that cost one penny, what are you going to do? Bust out, make a two cent piece. Um, so this is actually a shield two cent piece. Um. So on the front, I'm going to use the technical turn on the obverse side. We have a shield. Um, it's beautiful. It's a little worn down, but you can see the date perfectly at the bottom, 1864. It's a year before the Civil War ended. Lincoln was still alive when this was uh, printed, minted. Uh, it's got a shield, a coat of arms, and it should say in it, uh, In God We Trust on the banner. Um it's it's actually made of bronze. Um, this is before we got into nickel, um, and it was minted from 1864 to 1863, uh, 1883. I apologize. Um, so it, it's pretty cool. It lasted about 20 years. Um, on the reverse, the back side, it's got the uh, the the wreath around it, and it says two cents, and it says United States of America. And it's pretty cool. It's nice. It's got a good weight to it. Good feel. Um, it's beautiful. It's one of my favorite coins. One of the oldest that I own. A um, little interesting fact about it. So a lot of these nickels and pennies and things like that, you know, they we see them as brown, but they actually come in a few different colors. They can come in brown, uh, red, brown, red, depending on how much metal is exposed in them. We've done a really good job today because we use mostly zinc. Um, of they're all going to be about the same color, but back in the day, it was tough to get the right amount of copper to show up, so they can come in different colors. Um, the 
1872 version of this coin uh, that's brown in really bad condition can be worth uh, 400 bucks. In really good condition, you're looking at 13 grand. And these are just small numbers, guys. Wait until we get some more, some, some different coins. So like our next one, we have the 1867 three cent nickel. You notice what word I use there? Nickel. So it's called this because it's made of both copper and nickel. Some alloys that we can use to really make this coin strong and cheaper. We don't have to use precious metals. We use base metals. Um, so this thing actually lasted from 1865 to 1889, almost 25 years. Um, it's beautiful. It's got a, a head on the front, a face. It's a profile picture. It's lovely. Um, it says United States of America. Uh, on the reverse, it's got once again the wreath, and it has three in Roman numerals. You'll actually see Roman numerals pop up quite a bit in currency. It looks fancy, and it's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's it's a great little piece. Um, so let's say this is the first piece that we really, one of the first pieces that we made with nickel. Um, this actually comes out after the first nickel itself is made, but this is pretty interesting. Um, so one of these coins from 1885, uh, if you find it in bleh, condition, um, this is 18 years after this one was minted, 1885, bleh condition, you can just barely tell it's a coin, 625 bucks. The really good ones, you're looking at 38 grand, guys. 38 grand. That's a lot of nickels. All right. So, are you ready to get into some actual nickels? Some actual five cent pieces? Oh, man. I know I am. Before we go any further, though, I do have to take a quick break. Alrighty guys, it's not time to talk turkey, it's time to talk nickels. Okay, so, America's first nickel. Our first five cent piece. Like we had our halftime, but our first dedicated five cent nickel. It's called the shield nickel. It's made out of copper and nickel. Um, I've got one here that is actually from 1867, just like our three cent piece. Um, this one is really cool. Um, so on the obverse, the front is going to have the shield again. And it's going to say, in God we trust up top, but it's got like the union shield. It's a really nice shield. It's a little bit different from the other one. And it's amazing. It's lovely. On the bottom, it has the date and it's just great artwork. On the reverse, the back side, it's going to have the United States of America. And it's going to have a big old five. In regular numbers, not in Roman numerals. And it's got stars around it, and it's lovely. Um, so some of these actually had rays, like rays of like light that it, were printed on there that went through the stars. If you're looking at it on Instagram, on Facebook, on Google, then you can look up with rays. Um... And it's really cool because it was going in between the stars. It looked really nice. This one does not have that, but some were really cool. These were made from 1866 to 1883. So this is just the second year of these guys, the second year that this was made. Um, 
here's something really interesting. Uh, 1880, they decided to only make proofs. I, I couldn't find why, but they only made proofs. So proofs are basically just sort of collector editions of coins. Um, they still make them today, actually. San Francisco makes a lot of them. West Point actually just started making some again, which is really interesting. Um, so these coins in 1880, they only made about 16,000 of them, which isn't that much. Um, the really crappy versions are actually worth $1,000. So remember, we were talking about a few hundred bucks before for these. These guys are worth $1,000, a grand. If you get really good ones, like the, the, the decent ones, not even like amazing, just pretty good ones, you're looking at over 60 grand for one nickel. So you can see why I got into the numismatics business before, why I got into coin collecting. It's really awesome. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's really amazing. I love the coin. So like I said, that thing lasted until 1883, but what took its place? So that's where the Liberty Nickel comes in, or the V Nickel is what some people call it. This thing is, it's got an amazing little story behind it. Um, amazing story to go along with it, I should say. So these guys took over for the Shield Nickel, um, the second nickel we ever had. Uh, they started in 1883 when the other one ended, and they ended in 1913, kind of. And I say kind of, you'll see why in a minute. Um, these were actually really well made. Um, very, very... Uh, very popular. Um, they're, they're, you could actually see some of them um, being used all the way through the 1950s. So imagine you have one of these things from 1880 and you're still using it 70 years later. You know, it's like our pennies. Our pennies were made really well. You still see people using pennies from the 50s. You can find copper pennies anywhere. You know, I've got tens of thousands of them. I mean, they're everywhere. Um, they're, these, but these things are really well made. Um, this year was actually one of the most popular years. This is, uh, 1911. Um, over 40 million of these were made. Uh, and it's the most popular, the most were, this is the highest mintage amount that we've had. So let's talk about it. So of course it's got the profile picture again, um, nearly just like the three p three, three cent piece did. Um, and she's facing the left. It's got the stars around her. It's got the date at the bottom. Wonderful. It's a beautiful piece. And then the back, it's got the wreath again. And it's got the V. So we're back to the Roman numerals. Um, so it's got the V on there for five cents. It says cents on the bottom, so five cents. It's got United States of America. And underneath that, it says E Pluribus Unum. And it's just, it's, it's beautiful. It's a great piece. Um, it's wonderful. So here's something really cool about this piece. When I was getting into coins, there was a whole story floating around about this. Um, so of course, like I said, they stopped making them in 1913. If you can find the one that was, the, there was one that was made in 19, uh, 1913, they, they stopped making them then. If you can find a few, we've only been able to find three that were made. Or four or 13. I don't know why I said three. 13 that were made in that year, in 1913. If you find one of those guys, this is the big one. This is what everybody goes after. You just found yourself $4 million. $4 million. 
that's I'm not joking. That's 80 million nickels. That is that's a lot of money, guys. So if you ever see one of these things, double check it, look at it. It's amazing. I love them. Um, they're absolutely mind blowing. All right, guys. So now we move on to what everybody knows. Everybody's seen one of these. The Buffalo Nickel. So this thing, of course, went from 1913 to 1938. It is, uh, I said, it's really well known. It's really, really, really cool. So in case you haven't seen it, the front, the obverse, has a portrait on it, a profile picture of a Native American man facing to the right. Um, it's really beautiful. The date is in the lower left-hand corner. So, like, on his shoulder, it says Liberty on the top right. If you flip it over, this is how it gets its name of the Buffalo Nickel. It has a buffalo on facing the left. Um, and, of course, it's got United States of America up top. It says five cents on the bottom. And it has where it was made. This is a D, meaning it was made in Denver. Um... So it's really, really cool, really fascinating. Um, so something interesting about these, these had a natural error. Um, so usually errors are really valuable in coins because we don't, these people are professionals, the government, they don't make mistakes when it comes to minting very often. Um, but this was a design flaw. It was that it had a rim and it had an edge, right? Like all coins do. It has a little bit of a lip above the surface of the coin where everything's drawn, where everything's etched out. Well, the date was actually above the lip of the coin. So it wasn't protected by being tossed on counters, by rubbing against other coins, things like that. So a lot of Buffalo nickels actually don't have a date on there. And actually, if you look on Instagram or Facebook, you'll see I have two different ones in there, one in a protective sleeve and one not. The one that's not has a lot of its features gone. Um, the feathers on his, on the Native American's hair are just rubbed off. They're just shapes. Same for his hair, same for the date. Like I said, part of Liberty is gone. The Buffalo has almost no features. Um, so it's really interesting. So if you actually find one with a date, it's actually very, very, uh, it's more valuable than not. Um, so it's really interesting. But there is one big flaw that happened in some of these. Um, this Buffalo Nickel, the, when, when they made them, uh, like I said, this one was from 1937. So it's the almost the last year they made them. Um, so they actually made a lot of flaws with these. Usually you'll see very few flaws in our coins. This one just had a lot of issues, man. Um, so, for instance, there were some nickels in different years that the buffalo actually only had three legs. Um, on the coin itself, you can see all four. It's a side picture of a buffalo standing in a field, and you can see all four legs. The back two are sort of spread apart. The front two are a little bit spread apart. Um, you can see all four. So, you should be able to see all four, but some of them only had three legs. Don't ask me how it happened. Um, but here's another interesting thing that happens with coins sometimes. So in 1916, an error occurred called a double die. So what happens is one of two things with a double die. Either 
<clears throat> excuse me, when they go to die, when they go to punch the the shape out on the coin, it, you know, boom, hits, right? Boom, hits. We've all seen, like, how it's made, same thing. Well, sometimes it goes down and it, boom, hits twice. And it double dies. And what it looks like is it looks blurry. Because it hit and then it moved and then it hit again. So imagine putting a stamp on a piece of paper and then stamping it again. But just barely off. It looks kind of blurry, right? Like there's two of them. Which there is, but you can tell there's two of them. So it looks blurry. Um, Another way it can happen is if it hits and they print it out and they look at it and they say, Hey, it doesn't look clear enough. Let's die it again. So they put it back in the machine. They try to line it up right, but we're all human. And it may not be perfect. So it gets stamped again and it's a little off. So it's died twice. Um, double die. So that actually happened in 1916. Um, a really crappy one of those is worth about $3,000. A really good version, you're looking at over a quarter of a million, guys. Now, it's not $4 million, but for just a regular coin, for something that happened that's just human error, a quarter of a million dollars. These things go for big, big money. And, you know, it's absolutely outstanding. Um, now, real quick. I want to get into the ones that we've all seen, the Jefferson Nickel. So after the Buffalo Nickel was retired in 1938, the Jefferson Nickel came up. Um, and it's been there ever since, guys. It's been there for, what is that, 62 years now. Wait, I just did my math totally wrong. Uh, uh, everybody's going to get on to me this because I'm, I'm usually good at math. 82 years, I'm sorry. 82 years, since 1938, since before World War II officially started. That's crazy. This thing's seen World War One. Oh, no, not World War uh, uh, There we go. Hold up. World War Two. it's seen Korea, seen Vietnam, seen a bunch of Afghanistan wars. It's seen everything, guys. This thing's been through it all. Um, part of the Great Depression. Um, so there have been very few changes. The back of it has changed a little bit. Um... The Monticello was there. The Monticello was um, beautifully displayed on there. Um, Here's the funny thing, though. So in 1938, they've made it, right? Um, But they felt like, hey, we need to change some things. When they looked at it throughout its life, they're like, you know, the Monticello, we're not seeing enough detail on it. It doesn't look intricate enough. Um, The sort of the features were very indistinct. So in partially through 1939 they said hey let's change it up so they made a few changes to make everything make everything look more crisp and beautiful um so they started to give it more distinct features more beautiful features um and so actually <clears throat> there is a little bit of a difference from the 1938 to the 1940 coins but the funny thing is some of the 1939 coins uh, the 1949 39 coins have both some of them will have 38 back with the uh, poor features. Some of them will have the 40 back with the very crisp, nice features. Um, it can be tough to tell because, once again, it's been 80-plus years since those were made. Um, but it's really cool to see that difference in one year that they made that. Um, with 39 coins, those ones, if they're in really good condition, like great condition, you're talking about 20 grand. These are the same nickels that me and you are looking at today. Uh, I mean, it's just outstanding what they can do. So if there's one thing that you can learn from this podcast, it's always check your change. Um, Funny story, I went to Subway once, and I ordered my meal, 
and got some change back, looked down, and I'd got an Indian head penny as change. Indian head pennies were big back during the 19th century, or late 19th century, early 20th century. It was, and I was just, I was blown away. Um, but, it, you know, it it's awesome. Always check your change. You find a 1913 V-nickel, you might have just got $4 million. That's a lot of Subway. That's a lot of Subway. That's a lot of good food. Um, you look down, you'll get a Buffalo nickel. You know what? Got a date on it. Let's see if that Buffalo has three legs. See if it's uh, from 1916, if it's double dyed. You might have a quarter million dollars there. You might have lots of money. Um, so always check your change. Always do that. And always look out for weird, creepy, collectible stuff. Coins are things that we see every day. And we take them for granted, you know. But start looking at them. Start seeing if you can collect them. Go on to uh, NGC's website and see if your coin is valuable. You never know. You never know. Um, I got into the business because of silver. And I ended up getting a whole lot more out of it. So it's amazing. It's fantastic, guys. Alrighty, guys. That is going to do it for today's episode. A bit of a history lesson, a bit of a coin lesson, a bit of a life lesson in there too. Always check your change. Make sure you got the right amount. Make sure you didn't get too much. Always make sure that you don't have anything crazy because if you do, put that thing in your pocket, in a separate pocket, and then just go and see what you can get. You know, there's amazing stuff everywhere. Sometimes it's in your pocket. And... Before we end this episode, I just wanted to give a shout out to every single one of you for listening. I appreciate it. I, I, I can't tell you how much it means that you decided to listen, to click on this podcast and listen. Um, you want to click that follow, that subscribe button, that'd be awesome. You want to rate and review, that'd be fantastic, guys. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, give me some feedback, you know. You can message me. Uh, you can send me an email. Go old school, send me an email. Getting uneven podcast at gmail.com. All one word, no periods, no nothing. You can message me on Instagram at getting uneven podcast. You can message me on Facebook at you know at uh, the pages getting uneven podcast. You can do all of that. You can go to our Patreon if you really want to support us. No pressure, but just saying you want to help us out. Get started, get some more creepy stuff, and we can talk about it. That'd be awesome. If you have something creepy. Send us an email, send us a message, send us some pictures. We'll talk about it. Go to the West Coast, have some beers, you know, stuff like that. No, but we'll talk about it. And and we'll maybe we'll get you on, even if it's just through a phone call, even if it's through Skype, whatever it is, we'll make it happen, okay? So we want you guys to make this show just like we do, just like I do, okay? You guys are my friends. You guys are cool. Let's do this. Let's make it work. I guarantee you we'll find some way to make it work. You got something that has a cool story, even if it's just three minutes long of, hey, this is really cool. Even if it's personal, hey, this is why I find this cool. That's what makes those things so special and creepy and kooky and awesome and weird and fantastic. That's what this show is about. Celebrating the odd things in life. You look down at these coins, you see them every day, and we take them for granted. You know, we really do. I did it too. And then you realize how much history and how much life each one has. So guys, with that whole rant, 
I want to leave you guys with a great message, with a great feeling in your heart. And I just want to let you know how thankful I am for you guys. So continue on. Until next time, always listen, always look at your change, and always, always be creepy.